This our show, and we talk about everything, and we talk about everything. Royal Flex, the brand's own introspective insight right now. Peace, love, and all that good stuff. I am King Devdo. And I am back. It is Noel Moore. Shanning it. Shannon. Shanning. Shanning. Shannon is not here, guys. I just want that to be known. Shannon is absent. He's not in the building. Yeah, he ain't here. His chair is here, though, but he's not here. As much shit as he has talked about me in the past few weeks. You've talked shit, too, though. I'm here. I'm always I'm here. Every, every week. What's the beef? Every week. Well, but this is Royal Flex the Brand's introspective inside talk show, the Black Wall Street Podcast. And I'm here like I am every week. I, I have places to be. It's the summer. I'm living I mean, my yeah, best you life. You said 6.15. You got here at 6.20 with a dog. That Okay. All right. We That's <laughs> not disrespect. That's not disrespect Sophia. She's yeah, relaxed a, a right dog. now. She's chilling. That's really I'm disrespectful. Dog. <laughs> you hear that, Nika? The word of the show is monkey. <laughs> okay. Monkey. Which is having failed, missed, or fallen short, especially because of circumstances or a defect of character. And then the quote of the show is, I have no that methods. Word. All I do is accept people as they are. What I thought about monkey as when we say people was monkey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Ebonics is so universal is crazy i talked about be, ebonics this week it's funny you brought that up yeah we'd be talking we, like we really create stuff and then they just it recreate works. it it works but it worked like you monkey but the official word is monkey <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's crazy i seen i was like yeah that gotta be the word of the show uh but the off topic is i know this is off topic like a motherfucker so i ain't gonna expound on it but all right so the off topic is um just something that i seen within the last week um you gotta fill me in what's what's so, going on here rochester in rochester first uh-huh. of all the cops be tripping just police be tripping matter of fact this week i posted on facebook saying like what would y'all think if i said i was taking an rpd exam yeah i didn't even comment uh, on that because you're always <laughs> on some stupid shit and people really took it serious like even my i saw people like you should do it but yeah man. my granny said so are you serious about taking the the exam i'm like no that's for content i want to see what people think about me and they think you'll be a good was, cop. They think I would be a good cop, but I already went through that, and they don't want me on no type of police force just because of who I am. And you they also want, were in Atlanta, though. I'm trying to, they still don't want me. Okay. They they want you to answer questions specifically, and they want they, you to be basically a robot Uncle to Tom the system. Ish. Mm, just being able to, I don't know. I don't follow rules and command and the chain of command and stuff very well so mm-hmm, be mm-hmm. saying yes sir to somebody just because you got stripes or yeah oh you they say yes sir i mean yeah, yeah. oh it's just like military it's the police is the military watered down whitewashed oh, okay. i mean i mean the military is whitewashed too but you know just watered down but anyways um well in the military if they kill people nine times out of ten they actually get tried and go to court and usually go to jail the police don't some in some situations the police have more privilege than the arm than military um people i yeah. feel how many times I have you heard of a somebody from the military doing going like shooting some random shit up right because they have ptsd because they send them to other countries to do wild shit and then 
they're treated just like a regular citizen. Well, actually, well, they don't shoot nothing up, though. Yeah, they do. Military, past military. They I don't just know. don't hear about it because they I, don't want to give that stigma of what's going on. Yeah, what but they still. The but every now and again. I mean, uh, the Dallas shooter uh, um, was an ex-military person. Quote unquote, but they blew oh yeah, him sometimes up. we hear he, about this wild shit. Fake. They be in the military. I think he was fake though, but that's a conspiracy theory. The DC um, sniper? No, Dallas shooter. Oh, I was killing oh, the police officers just recently. Like last, it was like two years ago. Oh yeah, and they killed him and in then, the um with the robot in the thing. yeah with yeah yeah yeah. And it was nothing. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, um, um, so the cops and here in Rochester. So last two nights ago, maybe. <laughs> So two nights ago, it's funny. The cops was chasing somebody with a warrant on foot down Jefferson. You you saw this? No, 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 no. Okay. I, okay, so on Facebook. I never catch a police chase, and that's something that's on my bucket list. I've seen a police chase. Like, I was going to this thing, this event one day, one Saturday night, and this car went, like, speeding past me down Lyle, and I was going down Lyle. And then I seen a state trooper, RPD, RPD, sheriff, State trooper, RPD. But right before I seen the police, the car that sped past me, I'm like, dang, why are they driving like a maniac real fast? Talking <laughs> like drunk. a maniac. Two seconds later, smashed into a car. <gasps> going full speed, dude, get out and okay. start running. And then the police. What what would you have what would you have to do in order for that to be what's going on for you? Like they're not getting me. What well, what I just, have to do? Yes. What did you just do? Oh, I would have had to like <laughs> oh no, that's fun. I would have had to do something for the people, and it's like, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> Y'all not getting me. like on some Asa Shakur, Shakur Shakur type. I'm going to Cuba type thing. Like, yeah, this for the people. I'm y'all gonna remember me. Yeah, like y'all not. And I'm running to Cuba. I don't know which way. <laughs> I'm going somewhere. Yeah, that's. I don't know what he did, but he was running fast. He had to have like had he had to be at least a mile, shit. half a mile to a mile in front of the police. Cause I had enough time. To watch him pass me, talk my junk, and watch him slam into a car, get out and run before I seen the first cop car. Oh, they didn't catch him. Like, I don't know if they caught him, but it was like he got out, he ran. One cop car went this way, the other cop car went straight. One cop car stopped. They started splitting up and stuff. They was on the radio and everything. But on Jefferson, so they was running. He had a warrant. They was they was on the foot chase down Jefferson. Only reason why I knew about it, like in the moment, because people was like, "Oh, somebody shot the boys." Or oh, okay, or okay, like I saw that. So then the article came out that night, and it was talking about how the cop, they was on a foot chase. The cop called in that shots fired at the police when they was chasing because they thought they heard something that sounded like a gunshot. And in the in the report, it said only one, like the the body cam only heard one thing, like one shot that sounded like a gunshot. And I'm like, okay. So if somebody's shooting at you, I doubt they're gonna shoot you, shoot at you one time and then stop. Mm-hmm. And then if you're especially a cop, if you're a cop, I'm, at, at this point I've already it's, that's attempted murder, right? right? So I might as well go through. Right. I might as well just. And even then, and you're trained as a cop, so and most cops are ex-military, so you know what a gunshot sounds like, and you know that you would take cover instead of continue to pursue somebody if you knew that it was a you thought you were in imminent danger. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. then the article goes and it says, um. It said that the cop, while he was arresting the person with the warrant, I guess, so apparently they caught him, he got punched in the back of the head, 
Oh, okay. Okay, I saw I saw some of this. Okay. He got punched in the back of the head only in Rochester. <laughs> probably just only in the hood. Yeah. But that's that mean that that, that that cop probably had something ignorant to say or he was talking junk and the dude whoever it was was like I'm fed up. That's something you would run from the So he from. so he punched him in the back of his head and then the other guy was able to get away? No, I guess they arrested both of them. <laughs> <laughs> like the other guy was in cuffs, the other guy the other guy punched the cop in the back of the head. Then, then he went to the I think strong to for his injuries. And in the first article, it said like he's fine. He he went to strong to check up on his injuries, and then his knees was fine or something like that. And I'm like, only in Rochester that you get punched so hard in the back of your head, <laughs> you feel it in your knees. <laughs> oh, I like, they was like, fuck it, I'm going to jail. With yeah, you. like I'm just gonna I'm gonna punch him right. Who thinks to punch a cop in the back of their head and what? These cops be tripping. You'd be so, surprised how many. Listen. So I wonder what the cops said to this individual that punched him in the back of the head. But more so, more power to the person that punched him in the back of the head because you ain't have no care no regard for <laughs> you your life really at all. Didn't. Like, you didn't. You was close one range, thing. and ain't no way to say you ain't do it. So like, yo, yeah, I can't nah. even imagine that. So I can't. it has nothing to do with an ass. It has, you know what I'm saying? Nothing. It has nothing to do with any of that. You took it upon yourself to say, you know, I'm gonna risk my life to punch this nigga in the back of his head because once you, he has all. Him being a he, cop, I'm gonna punch him in the back. He can do he can do whatever fuck he wanted to do. And the only reason why I I uh, pressed the article or read the article because I thought it said shot in the back of the head because oh, that's wild. somebody on Facebook said somebody shot the boy. You are silent. So I, then I read it statuses. and then I was like, oh, he really got punched in the back of the head. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that that's what happened in, in Rochester. But these these cops be tripping. did you see? It's more so they tripping because they called in shots fired and I doubt any shots was fired. They were just in the hood. Mm-hmm. uncomfortable scared mm-hmm. running after somebody in the dark it was like 12 o'clock at night 11 o'clock at night or something like that so yeah whatever and then texas real quick before we move on you ain't see the, the what happened in the story in texas as the one who's planting the drugs nah the the, the horse the um the the cop oh that on the slave back of the horse shit i went right past with the, that. I went with, right, with mm. the i went had right him past on the lasso that. I these cops tripping and then the the, the they're the, not tripping they are operating in in I which mean, they are able to operate oh yeah they're operating within their system but they tripping still like these cops police officers slave catchers whatever you want to call them they mm. listen and they had the nerve to apologize don't nobody want your apology okay so can I talk about speaking of that how I'm over the apology shit like I'm over the something wild happens or you find a tweet from 1999 or some employee at fucking i don't know gucci says some wild shit and everybody comes out with this like random ass fake ass apology i don't understand what that's about so they came and apologized about something that they were okay with doing and they only apologized because we found out about it because the internet is around yeah that's the only reason why because if they didn't if they if the internet wasn't around or the videos wasn't out, they wouldn't apologize because these are the same things they've been doing for years. And at the end of the day, these are like practices that they practice on a daily basis. Yeah, like and shooting at black people as your target. It's just like the Jeremy the Kep- Keppel, Keppel thing when he said Martin Luther King, King Jr. And then he, he ain't feeling the need to apologize in the moment until... Mm-hmm. somebody brought it to his attention 
Mm-hmm. These are things that you practice on a daily basis. These are things that, that are a part of your being. So since this is a part of your being, I don't feel the need to apologize or say anything until I see the backlash. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. dang, that looks kind of bad. Sometimes that and sometimes people try to give themselves credit for being a good person like in white people world like oh i'm not racist because i do this and oh i'm not you know what i'm saying so then when they do fuck up it's like well overall i'm a good person so it's not like i have to do any work or it's not you you know so that that's that's more so that like well i'm not a racist and i made a mistake so why do i have to yeah but if it's not real i'm good on it though I'm not, it's not I'm real. not in the practice of just collecting fucking apologies in my bag. I'm good on that. It's it's not real. And Texas already got the stigma of being a racist state anyway, so Is it a stigma? I mean, we, the reputation. It's a I, don't world. Know, I don't know why I said stigma. The reputation of being a racist state, but it's a racist world, like you just said. It's dangerous to be black in this world. Period. Brown, tan, whatever you call yourself, it's dangerous Any to be a non-white melanated people. That's just the moral. Of the if you story. ain't from White Peopleville, then what is white? White Peopleville is just anywhere that white people be. Like in the moment that they was chasing that dude, you we was in White Peopleville, even though we was in the hood. They was in the hood, but we was in White Peopleville. Oh, because all they gotta do Not is just it's, it's a it's a mindset mentality that absolutely and people don't listen please don't get me sad we can have a whole session about (laughs) white people mentalities because that's it's it's i'm there today so when i say white peopleville it's it's the mentality that they reside in um in turn of their ignorance so when they're ignorant they reside in white peopleville they because if you think about white majority white places the sticks Deep in the suburbs, things of that nature. That's white peopleville. Mm-hmm. They live in their own, in their own world. The, in their own world, they're not bothered by racism because they create the communities in which they live. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's white peopleville. So it's it's. I just feel like that's like a universal saying that I've kind of been using over <laughs> time, and I mean it 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 holds weight when it's some white shit going on. Yes, yeah, yeah, they from white peopleville. You could tell. Um. So speaking of this, right? Because there's a million and one conversations going on about what white people are doing, which mm-hmm. is cool. These mm-hmm. things are true 100 percent of the time. White people are wild as fuck. Mm-hmm. But until people start having real life conversations with their friends and their family members who continue to put themselves in positions to be caught up in Whiteville, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not asking for someone to treat me better. I'm not asking for someone to see me. I think we need to be asking each other to see one another and hear one another because, hey, first of all, you look like a fool asking somebody to help you that doesn't care if you're alive or not. Like, that's wild to me. You don't care if I'm breathing. I can't ask you for anything. Mm-hmm. Um, secondly, you have to hold yourself and you have to hold your community accountable for stupid shit. At this point in the game, you can't afford to be caught up with no cops. Nah. Any brown person. And and the fact that although the police have been killing people since police have been invented because that was their job, um, this has been going on. But the exposure to it through the Internet, it creates fear. But you got to think for like white people and cops, what it also creates is I know nothing will happen to me. 
because now they're able to see it. So if you're in a town in Mississippi and a white cop kills a fucking a black person and, you know, they it might erupt in that town. People, It might be like some protests, whatever. But if the Internet didn't exist, the only people who would know are people that are close to it. Right. So if this cop gets off, how does he know that every other cop in America can get off for Because he only know what's going on in his community. So the right. fact that this shit is now on the Internet and it's like public knowledge and everybody can see it. Hell, yeah, they really got their balls hanging out. That's a fact. Bro, it's we gotta focus on us. You can't have two enemies at one time and trying to fight both of them. Like it makes no sense to me. So I think that's the more important conversation that we're supposed to be having. Mm -hmm. Because you teach people how to treat you, right? So as a human race, us, like when you just like um East Ave, how we talked about East Ave, and I don't feel comfortable on East Avenue as not because the people are drunk. I don't feel comfortable as a black person on East Avenue. That's not where I go. Right. But then you have people who are on East Avenue acting a fucking fool and then want to be like, oh, people were being this to me or people were being racist and they was acting funny. But then you out here giving them a reason to say, see, this is exactly what I'm talking about. We can treat them like animals because look at the shit that they're doing. Not to say white people aren't doing these same things because they are, but you already know how that go. Right. We're not fighting that argument. We can nah. throw that shit off the table. You seen Parker so, FS. Exactly. That's we know they fucking fight. Yeah. But the point is, like, you have some accountability for yourself. I'm tired of hearing people talk about white people, but they're not doing anything. So, um, yeah, last week on the show, we talked about ownership and community. And that was one of the bases, how we got to support each other. We build community together as opposed to separately. Like, you can build community and then I'm building community over here. You could build a community over there and they're building community over there. Mm-hmm. It's a all-inclusive process to which we learn from each other mm-hmm. and we work with each other to build a common image, a mm-hmm. common idea of what community is. But greed always gets in the way of that because I don't. my company can't be bigger than your company and we friends and vice versa. Right. Like you getting a contract that I kind of will help my, you know, my portion, whatever my job is and my role in the community, but then you end up getting it. Now I'm hating. But if we really a part of, if we really on the same team, it shouldn't matter because our relationship is supposed to be that no matter what happens, we doing this shit for the community. So if you right. get the grant, cool. Because it's, it's already it's been a discussion about same, where this shit is going. Right. It's all in the same But people can't network. do that. People can't do that. Or they're not unwilling because they're ignorant to the, the, the benefits of practicing community in that way. Um, but to your point, it's more so like we should be talking about those things, but it's more so at this point, where do we start and how do we start? Uh, and, I mean, we start here at the table. We start, you know, at our jobs. I think we start about start at giving a fuck about each other. That too. And stop being so hard on each other. Another message from last show um, to which we, we can be a little bit too hard on each other to which now we're becoming – um, detrimental to each other's growth mm-hmm. because we're like the whole I don't support black people um, this is an example from last show I don't support black businesses because bad customer service blah 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 that's an excuse that. and at the end of the day you're being harder on that black business because they're black and because you're sub um, subconsciously going in there with a expectation of being served a certain way or being greeted a certain way or being um handled a certain way yes and no yes and no because there are some black people who have businesses mm-hmm. out here who are un 
unprofessional or not even unpro- unprofessional, but for one, one thing for me, right? If I, when I have a customer, mm-hmm. my thought process, or my thought process with that customer is how would I want to be treated within this process? And sometimes I don't think people take that in consideration because I've worked with black businesses that I felt like. Right. I'm not really feeling this situation. Like, this is not something, A, I would do as a business owner, but this is also not something that just feels good. Mm -hmm. So I will say that, and part of that is not having a blueprint, right? So some people who have, like, don't get it twisted. Like, people who own businesses in America, this is generational money. This is slave money. So don't get that. Don't get that misconstrued. Mm -hmm. So when you have that slave money and this shit has been going on, you have to think the first business owners in America was white people because they owned the people that was the business mm-hmm. so they have been taught this through generation right? right 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 um also i believe a lot of things are passed down through genetics absolutely so, post-traumatic slave syndrome touches on that so um they have a blueprint already they're in these circles that everybody else around them has a blueprint their friends a friend you know what i'm saying like uh-huh. Their parents own a business and then they have children with people who also own, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, it's just like a little network, whatever. So I get it. Right, right. You really don't. I was talking to my mom about this last night, actually. Like, it's hard when you don't have a blueprint. It's hard when nobody else around you has ever done it. You're trying to figure this shit out and exposing yourself to um, things that you've never, you've never known about as far as, like, I didn't know how to calculate how much. I have versus what I'm putting out and how to divide shit up to say this, I should charge this person. this. like, that's not something I grew up doing, but if right. but my kid who's going to be with me as this is going on, is automatically going to be generational. Up. Right. Right. So I get it. You don't have the blueprint, but you still have to be held accountable as a black business to, I feel be better. Cause you already know how the shit is out here. So yes and no. Do, Some do people, we? Some things. Do they really? Do they really got to be good out here? No. Do they really know how bad it is out here? A lot of people. A lot of people live in a bubble. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's just like that's that's just like me. How I celebrate Kwanzaa every year, going to a a black person and saying, "You already should know what Kwanzaa is because this is for us." You know what I'm saying? Like once they're trying to. No, I'm saying know what's out here as far as you know the state of the world. Like you know what's going on. Right, right, right. But I'm just saying this. You should. You know the state of black people and where we come from, and how we're trying to unify, quote unquote. So Uh you should know. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like that assumption of you should know that this, this, and this is how we should be doing it. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that is also um, a part of the divisive nature of. You know, when we go into that subconscious, like, you already know our position in the world, which they should, but a lot of them know it, but they disregard it because they're trying to be greedy, but try, because they're trying to live that Euro- European um, lifestyle to where Yeah, but in, you the, can sim- create- in the simplest form, when you go to a store or you get a service done from somebody, you know how you want that to be done. You know how you want to feel in that moment. So, no, I don't feel like if you do hair and you tell people – this is the number to contact me to get an appointment. No, I don't think it should take you three days to get back to somebody because what you really should have done is you should have a phone number for your business and a phone number for personal or figure out a way, a system. Like, it's out here, the internet, Facebook. Oh, my God. First of all, Devin, I should listen to you a long time ago with the whole Facebook page thing because the appointments go right through Facebook. I do nothing. Everything goes through Facebook. I do nothing. Everything goes through Facebook. So That's like a whole website. How hard is it to... Have a Facebook page and do your. A lot of people you know don't what I'm know. Saying? 
A lot of people don't know. I talked to grown people. Well, I guess people. I didn't know because you told me. To I talked to grown people right that now that don't know about Facebook marketing. Like I'm, I be telling people, yo, you can market on Facebook all the way down to a pregnant single mom in the sticks. Like yeah. it's really once you go yeah. into the marketing, you yeah. can really pinpoint exactly who, who it is that you want to see these posts. Yeah. So I, I just feel like as it pertains to supporting each other, we just got to be more open to constructive criticism because i think that's where the disconnect is because if i'm yeah. constructively criticizing you then you take that personal and then you start to be defensive mm-hmm. and i feel like when we go into these black-owned businesses um we just expect more out of them and then once we get what we should be expecting mm-hmm. then it's like all right i'm i'm going back here because black people don't know how to talk or the black people mm-hmm. don't know how to act but in all actuality when you go into the the walmarts of the world and um some of the Wegmans, if you really want to be honest, you know, the Audis and all these white establishments that don't care really about like you, um, that don't care about you or the advancements of your people, you do anything. You will pay for overpriced items. You will pay for fake items. You will pay for all these different things. And in all actuality, when you're going into these black-owned businesses, nine times out of ten, these products are are made to help better you, whether it's in better health, um, better hair, products so healthy hair i mean that goes into better health um good vibes um you know all these different things that would help you spring forward um help us spring forward but we just have to hone that that grounding to where we're actively helping each other Mm -hmm. build up Mm -hmm. to you know that ultimate black wall street type mentality um but we get stuck because we're we're trying to hold black businesses somewhere to where it probably won't get for a generation because they got to learn these things and some of it is poverty yeah right it's it's a it's a combination but i feel like um just like how we was talking about last last show it's gonna take those owners that's been in the game for a while because white people even um you know different other other minorities within the united states chinese other than white people chinese huh so we need to call them something other than white people caucasian people the caucasians (laughs) Um, but just really any other ethnic group besides black people have, has the, the, um, generational capital, um, intellectual capital to pass down to their youth. Well, they're able to assimilate and they were able to come together. I had a conversation with someone who, um, told me that in other, in other words, that they don't treat black people a certain way. Because they remember how it felt to be discriminated against back when they were a child because they were Italian. Huh? Wait. Um, they don't treat black people the same way because they... I was have, I was pretty much telling calling this person out and saying, yo, like you have some sort of prejudice or something within you because this is what I see. And okay. their response was, that can't be what you see because I was discriminated against oh, as my a child goodness. because I am Italian. Uh-huh. Oh my goodness! But I, I said that. I yeah, that's a story for another day. We need a whole show on this interaction. Uh, I hate that. Um, but I I say that white fragility. Yeah, read that book too. Yeah. Dope book. If you want that I'm book, on, okay. I, so I have this at okay. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Say after, but anyway, I say that to say that there's different groups of people who have been alienated in American history, but at this point have been able to assimilate as well. So everybody might not have slave money, but by the time the Irish people got here 
And by the time the Italians got here, they had their little run of discrimination, but they were able to assimilate. They was and white, they were able so they to they were able to but there was a time in history where then people didn't fuck with Italians, people didn't fuck with Irish. Like it was European let me not say people. It was up until Europeans the Europeans came over here, took the shit over, and then didn't like other they didn't like no motherfucking body. And like black people, native people, and then they ended up not liking people who came over here to work. Cause they did funny shit with the Japanese men they had come over here. They did funny shit with the Irish when the Irish first came and then they did shit with the Italians. But these were short runs and they were not slaves. So let's start there. Um, but what I'm saying is these people have been able to assimilate, right? Right. Right. Asians are a preferred minority. White people fuck with Asians, do they have safe like because little racist joke and jokes and shit like that? Yes, they do. Skin. But Asians are fair they're palatable. They're light. They like Europeans like light people. Yeah. So they talk about that. Um she talks about that in white fragility as well too. How after a while, white people would um basically they would, if you look white, they would assimilate you as white. Yeah. Um, until you start talking, and then they'll be like, it's almost like Mexicans when they look white, and then they start talking. It's like ah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but all that goes into levels of support as I kind of bring this full circle, in the sense of um, there's different, there are many, many, many different levels of support, whether it's close friends or from afar, from up close and personal, or from afar. People say they support you, but what support what type of support really matters um what is support for you me first okay i can tell you how i support people i support no what do you expect what is your expectation of support no not expect but when you think of how would i want somebody to support me what i i feel like i would want somebody to support me as i support others per se which is kind of hard because you always say you you can't really expect somebody to act how you act um but i feel like the way that i support people is a very just organic way that's mm-hmm. where I'm I'm more so from the from the um where the support comes from like I'm not supporting you because I see that I can benefit from something that you have I'm yeah. supporting you because I genuinely care about what you're doing you. and I see what you're doing and it's real dope and I approve of what you're doing if I don't approve of what you're doing like I just watched like a minute of a local artist video mm-hmm. and I was like nah this is uh, no, nope, it? can't. It's not it. Okay, oh, I can't support that, so I won't share it. I won't. You know what I'm saying? Um, I support the grind, but the content is just not what I yeah, would sir, align myself like, with. Sure. Um, so the way that I normally support what the way that I support people, um, is I would just I just when I see you doing something that sh- that I approve of, I just shoot. Even if you, I don't even know you. Like I be on IG and I see people and I I just be like, yo, that's dope. Mm-hmm. I'll be talking to people that's in different states that I'd have I'd never met a day in my life mm-hmm. and we just be talking because I'd be like yo this is fire like anything that's artsy that's real that's whether it's dance or um poetry or spoken word or rap battle rap whatever it is like if it's dope and I, was I see up at you 3 a.m watching battle raps the other day I, that shit gets intense yeah yeah like they really be beefing yeah if, like, but it's all just within that realm yeah once they are outside of that realm, they're like they best friends type That's thing. Wild. Like they cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anything like that. Like I just feel like if I give you, like yo, keep doing what you're doing. Like this drink is mm-hmm. dope. Mm-hmm. That gives you the push that you need because maybe that day you was feeling down, or maybe that day mm-hmm. you wasn't up to it mm-hmm. to get up and write some things down or brainstorm or anything like that. I feel like that support goes a long way, even with podcasting. Like a lot of people say, 
oh yeah, I listen to your show or your show is dope, blah blah blah. But I feel like to actually support that show is to go and leave comments mm-hmm. or the five put star review story. or put it on your story randomly. Like I had a, a few people. One person, um, I can't remember who it was, but tagged me in their Facebook story and was like, "I'm just checking in, like I'm listening to the show right now." And yeah. it was a it was a screenshot and everything. And I felt like that was dope mm-hmm. because that is a concrete way of showing me that you're actually supporting what I'm doing, as yeah. opposed to just telling me. I support what you're doing, but if I go and I'm supporting you, I'm actively doing stuff, engaging in what you're doing, even if I'm commenting on the picture or putting the picture, picture, it's nothing to press the button, literally press the little arrow button and press your story on somebody's Instagram post to put it on your story. Even if only 10 people see it, Mm -hmm. like that joke is, it, it, it does numbers. Even when I was, when we was talking about, um, Marquise, the manicures, mm-hmm. the manicure, mm-hmm. manicures. Mm-hmm. After that, she got like, after I did that little, just playing around, saying ah, I fixed it, da da da. She got like four bookings mm-hmm. after, and I did that. I did it with you. I did mm-hmm. it with um, Marquise, and I did it with Lancey. Like, I don't know. I just feel like anybody that's just I, organic. Yeah, anybody I fuck with, I'm putting them on. It's a girl. She sell wigs. I don't have any hair. She goes in my story. I comment under her shit. I even she had so she makes wigs and. Wigs are like very expensive, and mm-hmm. her do- her deposits, I felt didn't match what the price was at the end. I said, "Sis, increase your deposit price." I don't give a fuck what these motherfuckers talking about. Right? Increase your deposit price. You know why? Because if this if this product is worth three digits, I need all of that. Right. And I need my depo- I need you to think about that deposit before you don't come get your fucking wig. Because mm-hmm. people would do shit like that to you as well, right? So the deposit right. is really for you to, you know, keep your investment because you're buying this product and doing whatever. So, hell yeah, there's people out here. I'd be like, sis, I'm feeling that. Like, I, I appreciate that. Or because I feel like me looking, I'm looking from a customer standpoint as well as your girl, I know, you out here doing your thing. And she's not even, she's from Rochester, but she doesn't live here anymore. So she'd be shipping wigs up here. Should I say yes? No. Hell no. Increase that price. If they fuck with you, they're going to pay it. I mean, they're already paying for it now and you shipping it. So make sure you pricing is a big thing. So I think that's also like letting people know you see them also being on some, even a girl who do my lashes. She's like, you think I should, um, one of my friends told her to raise the prices. She's like, yeah, so I just told her to raise my prices. What do you think I should do? You've been out here grinding, raise your prices so you can get in a shop. Supply and demand. Once exactly. a lot of people and people coming, don't, now it's like, people don't like that. Up. But at the end of the day, I'm, I want to see you win. Right. Mm-hmm. So especially if I've been fucking with somebody. At some point, when she's up there, says raise your prices. Raise it. Because in Fairport, they ain't tripping off what they charging. Right. Nobody is. And, you, and if you think about it, people that are most successful, people don't even question the shit. Mm-hmm. Like, there's one girl who do lashes. She got her own lashes there in the store. Like, people are literally, I've done this, and I don't feel any way about it. Pay $15 for strips. First of all, the quality I already know what that's like. She's been doing it for that's, a while. That's the ones that be getting stuck on and everything? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The one <laughs> ah, that just okay. come off all at once, yes. Oh, that's um, a str- Oh, they call it a strip. And she's the mentor to the girl that does my lashes. You know what I'm saying? So she is putting other people on. That's how you eat. Mm-hmm. Now she's about to have a whole, like, lash bar. Like, so you come from having your own shit, like, just hustling. Then you get your own shop. Now you're mentoring people. Now you got your own, like, bar where you can have multiple people and have like actual people working for you and you can be good on your shit so people don't i don't think people like to black people don't like the idea of i see and it's it's weird to me but it's like i see where the money i spent is going in in your life versus 
you going to a Wegmans or you going to a Walmart or whatever, where you don't necessarily see where the money is going or who the money is going to. Right. But you're paying somebody's rent. You're paying somebody's mortgage. You're paying somebody's student college tuition and your kid don't have a college fund. Right. Because the money you put in is not going back into your, your, your community. So you have people out here doing stuff and they're making college funds for people. They having book bag drives for people or they're they starting their own non-for-profits for the community, right? This is them people giving back. So if you're giving money to them and they pour money into your kids, that's how shit elevates. So people don't like to see that shit. People don't like to see you like, I know this person done sold five pieces this year. Now all of a sudden they driving around in a BMW. I know they got that shit because Laquanda, Jaquan, James, yeah, such, such, Laquanda. blah, 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 blah. <laughs> right, but it's just like, but why, though? But why not? But why not? Why not me? Because you buying shit from old boy who live in Webster, and he won't even want you in his town. Nah, he don't want you in your town. He going to call the cops as soon as, soon as he get. Mind you, you go to his gym, though. You got, you got a membership. Mm-hmm. You be there. I was looking into, speaking of a gym, I was looking into starting a not starting a gym, but Life opening Eatery up a franchise. Has something going on, but I don't know what happened. Who? Life Eatery. They're on the east side. Oh, on um 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 Joseph. No, um, Hudson. No, North Street, North, North and Clinton. Clinton. One of them. Yeah, North they do the Clinton. um. Yeah, yeah. That's another conversation. But I didn't but, see the gym is not there. I don't believe, but they were trying to do that's something like that. But um, yeah. Just to support, I just want to talk about that. Um, what does real support look like? What you already asked, um, and I just and I kind of already answered. Um, I just feel like with with support, when you supporting the people, you know, your friends or, um, you know, people from afar, because we support like Megan The Stallion just put out that song "Hot Girl Summer" with Nicki Minaj, and that junk was trash. But everybody, to it. everybody was like, "Oh, this is fire!" Da, da, da. Like you, y'all don't understand, like. What we're talking about is what y'all do with the celebrities. What y'all do with Nicki Minaj, Beyonce, all that stuff. When y'all mm-hmm. go and y'all mm-hmm. share their stuff on y'all page, that's the same difference mm-hmm. to sharing your best friend lashes on your on your story, on your right, page and saying, right. Oh, this is fire, da da da. It's the same difference just on a micro level as opposed well, to a macro level. When you stream level. the music, when you listen to it on Apple Music, she get money. There's a certain amount of money that's yeah, getting yeah, deposited yeah, yeah. into her account right, every streams. single time you press play. For streams. So you're 100%. you're, you're it's support. Paying her college tuition. Right. Literally playing her, paying Literally. her college tuition. She's 23 years old. I'm like, she's 23 years old? Dang. I'm tired of getting old because then everybody that's getting money is younger than me. <laughs> that drug be hitting me kind of hard. Like, yep. Like, Look at she, Kylie. She's she, like 21 or some shit. 22. Well, she white and privileged. She, I ain't know. she, she well, not her, self-made. Her sister sucks some dick. She not. Because uh, they ain't have money. They, they had money, but they, they have money. They like still privileged. They, they mom, dad is was a was a track star. Saying they don't. All okay. I'm saying is, they mom, dad a little was dick. A track star. <laughs> they okay. mom a track star. They mom, dad. <laughs> that's. I'm not touching that <laughs> situation. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that's that's all I kind of just. It's levels to support. So know what your level is, and up it. Whatever <laughs> your level up is, it. up it. Like know where you mm-hmm. fall in those levels because. Supporting from afar is cool because you can support from afar and support from up close and have the same effect. So whether you supporting from afar or you supporting while you standing yeah. right next yeah. to him grinding, just make sure 
that you're doing it in a way that's actually benefiting that person that you're supporting. Because, right. again, energies, the the universe gives to you what you put into the universe. So if you're putting in that uni- that energy to the universe, it's going to come back to you in t- tenfold. Like, like I said, I don't expect people to support me like I support them. I just feel like I'm the example. So it's just like when I was um, – when we were out when we were when i was just watching the breakfast club interview with dr sebi um family and they was like a lot of the things that we do now we won't see it's just it's a gradual climb Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna see the people supporting people like i'm supporting people or i'm not gonna see the people supporting me like i'm supporting me because it's a gradual thing i gotta be i gotta set the example i gotta be the example so that's the same thing with black wall street i might never see black wall street rebuild again but as long as I'm getting those blocks rolling and building and For stuff, somebody else. then generationally it's going to come. It's going to take a few generations to build that. Probably. I don't know. It could happen tomorrow. It could happen in 10 years from now. Hundred, We supported each other. But I feel like support, the art of support, the spectrum of support, people don't know where they fall in their support. And I feel like if you actually look and reflect on how you support your people, um, your circle, um, then you will get get an idea of how effective you are in helping build community, helping rebuild community, and um, all that good stuff. Um, so as we shift gears a little bit, let's talk about the Rich Paul rule, the NCAA handed down this week. Rich Paul is LeBron's, um, LeBron, Anthony Davis, Chris Paul, um, Ben Simmons. Um, to name a few of the big names in the NBA's agent. And he doesn't have a college degree, and he's one of the best agents in the NBA as it pertains to deals, um, landing deals, getting his players where they want to land, all that good stuff, right? Killing it in the game, and he's black. So, and LeBron, obviously LeBron keeps his circle working. So the Fat Five coming out of... um. Ohio when he was there, um, the Irish, uh, he kind of keep them. He kept them close, so giving them work and all that stuff. So basically, Rich Paul doesn't have a degree. He's killing it in a white man's world, and so the white man decided to hand down some sanctions, if you will, for lack of better terms. To which, to be an agent representing an NCAA player, you have to have a four year degree. You have to have uh, NCAA certification. You have to have, I think, five years of experience in the in the agent um, in the field of being an agent, um, and all this other stuff. Now they can't take a status away because he's not, he's not representing NCAA players. He's representing pro players. Now what this does is this directly eliminates him from representing any up-and-coming NCAA players. So, players coming from the NCAA. So, basically, um, and I was just like, honestly, this right here shows two things. It shows, one, how, looking at at it from a wholesome perspective, how these requirements for jobs, you have to have a four-year degree, you have to have 10 years of experience, you have to have this certification, you have to have that, you have to have that is made to only let certain people in. Rich Paul has showed that 
you don't have to have a college degree to be successful. As long as you have the experience over time, you will learn more and be more valuable than that person coming out of college with a four-year degree. Now, that's not saying that a four-year degree is useless, but when you go through the trenches and you go through all these different channels and these loopholes to make these type of rules, it shows that they don't value the person. They really don't value anything unless it's helping benefit them. So this again, this is them supporting their own people. I'm going to sort support my people because at the end of the day, agents are are generally white. So once you're pro, do you can you switch your agent? Um. Yes. Yeah, you could. If your agent not working for you, yeah, you could switch agent because at the end of the day, they work for you. So pretty much, they're. He just doesn't get the first pick. So depending on what their contract is with the agent, he'll have to wait for that contract to be up to then grab this no this player. So basically, people like so this is what is stopping. If the NCAA, if I'm a big player in the NCAA, and I want my brother to be my agent, mm-hmm. I can't allow. They won't allow that to happen because he doesn't have a four year degree. So LeBron had his high school people kind of managing him his whole career, even though so he didn't go to the NCAA. So you can't bring your own person. You have so to you bring. You have to trust them. You have to get somebody from their system. It's basically they're making it so it's harder to get. Oh, they, wow. You know what I'm saying? It's harder. Can to you get not people. have an agent? You need an agent in order to, um, like for the draft and stuff. You need an agent. That's wild shit. It's like your lawyer, basically. Like, that's your spokesperson. So, it, but the point of that is not necessarily... Has that went into effect? Yeah, they already said it. They already did all that stuff. And, I mean, it's just another attempt to hold us back as people. Chris Broussard said it's a, it's blatant racism. Um, I'm going to act like I know who that is, but I don't. Chris Broussard is just a sports analyst for ESPN. Okay. Um, But, yeah, it, he, it's just one of those things to where it's like, okay... Cool. Um, so since all the black people over there is getting this money and he's representing, you know, the black players and they're all getting money together, I'm going to make it so these black people don't, don't make this money. Yeah. It's the same. But eventually as, at some point in their career, they can move over to the other side. Right. But you want, I mean, generally your agent stays the same because it's like a partnership. So I'm making sure you get what you want, we get what we want, and it's together. So if you do that within the family, then the family yeah, is I understand, eating. I understand that, but they have to know that that's going to happen. Like with this stipulation, they have to know that eventually people are going to cross over. Well, yeah, but I just feel Whoever like, really would want him as an agent. Right, right. But I, it's just that, that mentality of, okay, well, we're going to try to make mm-hmm. this that much harder. Um, it's not... And, so trying it's, to, and then also trying to normalize that degrees are everything which i actually just had a conversation now that trump is the president um <laughs> i just had a conversation with somebody on wednesday and they was telling me how i should get my degree because if i get my degree then they have to pay me da, da, da. i'm like my master, my mom got her master's degree and they're not trying to pay her like they're not trying to move her out of her position mm-hmm. and that's making her like like well dang i should have never got my master's degree i'm in this you know i added on to my debt mm-hmm. and they still not honoring this master's degree and like I said, the way I see degrees is more so get the degree for you to expand your brain, Absolutely. Your, your mind, your being on whatever it is that you want to expand your being on. 
I so, had a conversation with somebody about me. Um, not for money. Me wh- about me going back to school, and they're they pretty much asking like, "Well, if you're starting this company, why go to college?" Right? I'm like, "That's for me." A hundred percent is that's for, for me. I grew up in an area where I was supposed to be nothing. Like I'm getting a fucking degree, literally just to say, "Fuck you." I don't care. You know, I don't know how p- other people feel like about that, but I know my capabilities and a. Um, I, I'll be able to use it if I want to, but B, hell yeah, I'm a. And I get it on my own time though. Yeah, I'm not getting it on your time. I'm not yeah. getting it to get paid more, because at the end of the day, exactly, my experience and my work, my performance appraisals, quote unquote, are the things that should judge my pay rates going up or staying the same. I mean, at this point, it's about who you know, and I'm a hundred percent. And when and it's you about in a good who's in charge, and, and you know a, a good group. You're fine with or without. With or rea- without. I mean, I'm in a I'm in a position that requires a bachelor's degree, and I only got an associate's degree. Mm-hmm. It's because of who I knew mm-hmm. recommended me, and I got in there. Mm-hmm. So now I'm in the I'm in the position to where now I'm I'm about to. They ain't paying me enough for what I'm doing. I've already proved my worth. So now it's making that Are you push. Going, going back to the same school? Mm-hmm. You're not sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. I don't I don't believe in um, lateral transfers to do more work. It's not, that's not what I do. Like, mm-hmm. if I move anywhere, it's moving up, mm-hmm. not over. I'm not mm-hmm. going to move from 34 school to Edison, and I got to do twice the work to build the relationships with the staff and with the kids and mm-hmm. all that stuff just to get be getting paid the same amount of money. Mm-hmm. So that's a lateral move that makes no sense. So if I'm going to move, it's a gym for everybody out there. If you're going to move places, make sure you move in to get more money. Yeah. If you're that, not, yeah. if you're not going to move, if you're not going to get no money, as a result to the move, then don't move. You got to stay where you at. Because then you're going to end up overworking yourself to um, for nothing, for them. Unless at it's the, like. At some degree, but sometimes unless, you got to get the fuck up out of places. Though. Well, yeah, unless it's like, I would say, like, when I was at Home Depot, I moved around the departments, which I got paid more, but I moved around the departments just for the knowledge of. Um, So it works, but in, like, my case, and just gauge it. Like if, if you're it's moving about a promotion, then no. Yeah, but if you're moving laterally, just if the environment that because you're they is said not healthy, yeah. you gotta go. I believe right, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Gauge it though, like them, them energies don't lie. Mm-hmm. Um, but also don't don't allow these these companies, these white people running these companies because that's what it is, um, to overwork you, not pay you for little way. to nothing. Like I done sat in in front of a store manager of home depot and told him i'm not y'all not about to pay me pennies on a dollar to be doing everybody else's job and i'm doing my job and their job so you need to get them in line or i'm just gonna be coming in at my time type thing like mm-hmm. i don't care who you are mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't care who you are i would tell you like it is because at the end of the day it's either they're gonna take it as respect or they're gonna take it as disrespect but yeah. the thing is they can't fire me because if they fire me then i'm taking me. people with me like it's it it's a lot but um degrees are not everything I like to tell people that all the time. Degrees mean nothing. The knowledge means everything. Um, I would definitely say if it's one thing I learned in the last year and a half is that a degree kind of doesn't hold much weight if you're not doing anything medical. Right. And even if you're doing things medical. Like there's no do- a doctor can't get a job because he knows somebody. Right. Like, and he's not oh, a yeah, doctor. Yeah, right, 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 right. Like, oh, right, my son right, need right, a right, job. Right. Let him know. I would say but for the most part, if you're not doing something to, um, medical, medical no, you know, you like can, government you type of law. shit, because if you're a teacher, you need 
but that's a teacher is essentially a government job. You got to go through the state, blah, blah, blah. Um, but even within that, depending on what type of school you work in, different things are required. Right. You know what I'm saying? If it comes to like a, a summer well, summer honest, school or summer type of situation, shit, you might not need nothing. Right. Honestly, <laughs> you, you don't really need a degree in education to be a teacher. No. You just need a four-year degree. No, you don't And then you have to go get your master's mm-hmm. once you're in the position. But if most you don't people already have don't it. end up doing what they really, really love until they're at the master's point anyway. They spend their four years. Oh yeah, Studying most people that they end up not doing, and then they go back to get their masters for what they really want. Yeah, most people don't. Yeah, most people don't. Once they get their four year, they don't do what their four years in. They because end up your doing brain isn't developed until you're twenty five years old. So yeah, until I, you're twenty five, you don't know who you are. You don't know what what your morals and your value. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like what type you of life you want to set up for yourself. So you're getting a degree before your brain is fully developed. So of mm-hmm. course your mind is going to change. Right. And don't let nobody tell you that a degree go get a degree so you can get more money because unless you're the inaccuracy open people's bodies up and like do yeah the, the inaccuracy of that comment is huge i know we live in a in a society to which they put so much weight on degrees but when it comes down to it if you have experience in this particular field it's all about who you know it's all about how you speak how you present yourself and um what type of value you bring to yourself um yeah because when somebody when that person told me i needed i need to go back and get my bachelor's so i can take her to my job so then they can pay me i'm like get out of here i'm not doing that i'm not about to get go into twenty thousand dollars in debt more debt school debt student loan debt i'm not about to go twenty thousand dollars twenty five thousand dollars thirty thousand dollars whatever it is just so they can go and pay me a dollar more. That don't make no sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so just be strategic in the way that you educate yourself. Because even though when I was going through Brian and Stratton, I was educating myself on the stuff. Like I never opened a book. I was going using Google. I was using, you know, Quizlet and all that stuff to, you know, read up on the things that I was being taught, quote unquote. And I don't even remember half that stuff. Um, so it's, did it's you pass is the question. I got straight A's, like literally a hundreds. Yeah, Quizlet will save your life. Quizlet, you can find. That's how you know the educational system is kind of a joke because you legit can find most things on Quizlet. Yo, Quizlet. Find your entire homework assignment. (laughs) Yeah, because what these teachers do is they go and they buy these workbooks, great workbooks offline, and they just use them. Mm -hmm. They just copy them and give them out. Mm-hmm. and all that stuff is online um if you need help with math Khan Khan, Khan academy got me through high school mm-hmm. and college really the stuff that i didn't remember Khan academy um it's, a lot of this stuff is self-taught and you don't honestly honestly you don't hold on to the things you don't hold on to anything unless it means something to you mm-hmm. um that's why i held on to like sleeping cycles and um when I was doing in my psych class, sleeping cycles and um, and earth science, direct uh, the hottest day, uh, hottest time of the day is twelve between twelve and two o'clock, because the sun is directly over you wherever you are, mm-hmm. which is crazy. But um, the planet, I keep asking God in my next life, please make me an astronaut. 
I, astronaut. I'm obsessed. I can't. I, I'm obsessed with how this whole shit operates. I feel like if we just listen to the planet and just be, like there's the internet is alive and well. If you see how the internet and how the internet, how the earth interacts with itself and what it has grown on itself to keep it functioning, you'll see that as human beings, we're supposed to like work in unison. Like the earth, if if it's one if one thing on the earth is off, as we already see with the whole like climate situation, which mm-hmm. I'm think the climate situation really might be just earth being like, okay, so clearly they don't know what the fuck to do with this. So we're going to slow, slowly just destroy ourselves because we don't give a, I don't know what they're doing. They're wild as fuck. But, um, something like the fucking ozone layer. If we didn't have, if we didn't have that, our, our skin would burn off mm-hmm. like in minutes. Everything has to work simultaneously together and on the earth, but also in the universe mm-hmm. for like life to function as we know it. That's the lesson that the earth is, is like trying to teach us, but we we're not getting it right. We have to do things together. It's, it's funny you said that because um, I was talking about I was posed a question on Wednesday after our Kwanzaa meeting. And um, I was we was asked, uh, what is the difference between the Ten Commandments and the 40, 40, 42 divine principles of Mahat? Mahat. Mm-hmm. And are you familiar with the forty two mm-hmm. principles? If you start, refresh me. So the the principles are, it's forty two of them, and it's like. I I have not committed sin. I have not committed robbery or violence with violence. I have not stolen. I have not slain men or women. I have not stolen food. I have not swindled offers. I have not s- stolen from God. I have not been exclusively exclusively angry. I have not cursed God goddess. I have not behaved with violence. I have not Who's caused disruption um in Egyptian um goddess. Can I see the thing? It's the one with the. Okay. Um, you know all these different things. I have not told lies. I have not cursed. I have not polluted myself. Um, I have not worked evil. Um, I have not polluted the water. Um, but we already know that they got Christianity. I have not stolen Christianity from a book. In nothing's Egypt. land. No one, anyone's land. And then, so just I, that was a few ones that I read. What you think the difference is between the distinct differences between it the forty-two um, divine principles of Mahat and the Ten Commandments? It says it starts with I. Okay. One and number two, it's the same. I have not harmed anybody. I have not stolen anything. Um, I have not killed anyone. Like the Ten Commandments are what you cannot do: not judge, do not kill. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, yeah. thou shalt not judge, thou shalt not commit sin. I don't Does know it say you shouldn't have is. sex before marriage in the Ten Commandments? Um, is that a part of the Ten Commandments? I don't know. Let me see what Where the Ten Commandments are. The Ten Commandments. So that's that's all you you got with the differences in the Ten Commandments and the Mahat. Yeah. Mahat. So the Ten Commandments are... See, but they're different depending on which. Mm-hmm. So take commandments. I, okay, you shall not. Okay, I don't know what that is. I have no idea what it is. 
I am the Lord. I am the Lord your God. You shall not have strange good, strange gods before me. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Remember to keep holy the Lord's day. I don't know what this is. Okay, so honor your your father and your mother. Okay, that's one that sounds. You shall not kill. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not. Um, Fuck your neighbor wife. Yeah, and then goods. Okay, so yeah, dude. Okay, so. I feel it like says, that's why I said it says I because in the commandments it tells you what you should what you should do. So what I'm saying is the dip, for me uh-huh. the biggest thing that popped out is it saying I like you are having a, first. you know what I'm saying conversation with yourself about the type of person you are and I think that eliminates the judgment part because all you need to be focused on is your goddamn self. Right. So um, right. I agree, and that's right. And for me, I said pretty much the same thing. Like. With the anything African, of African descent, ancient Egyptians, all that stuff, spirituality came first. So it was more so being one with yourself. Mm-hmm. So then once you're one with yourself, then you can help others or you can effectively communicate with others around you. Right. Because then they will be one with their self if they, right. Follow, right. Right. if they follow these commandments. So in turn, you've conquered self, doubt. You've con- conquered self self actions. You've conquered self altogether. Mm-hmm. So then I can be more beneficial as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Or whatever. <laughs> <I should> <laughs> like you just you're nothing will phase you. Mm-hmm. So if somebody else comes and they haven't conquered themselves and they mm-hmm. say something to you, you can't phase me because I've conquered myself. Yeah, just like the um, I'm one with myself. Oh my god, I can't remember what their name are, but what their name is. So this is a part of like the Egyptian. How the Egyptians kind of moved through through the world, and there's a book that I read, and it talks about how like Mexicans, like back before like America stole like Mexico, uh-huh. um, they live by similar principles because like brown people for the most part were all pretty much the same, right? Um, so they lived by like certain principles about how you treat other people and um, how you kind of grow within yourself, and it's still about I, like the gods. They weren't necessarily guys, but like the elders in the community had like some level of magic, like true story. Mm-hmm. But what they would mainly teach people is like you have to master your shit. And I think that's where the whole no judging comes from for with Christianity, because who are you to judge anybody when you you have to get your shit right? Which right. Is. So most of like brown, even with natives, like most brown people, it's about you getting right here. Right. But as long as you live by, um codes and regulations and ideologies that don't come from your culture and is not natural to you you're it's not gonna connect it's not gonna thrive it's not gonna be legitimate and you're not gonna be fulfilled you're just gonna be upset and angry and uptight and think you know everything when you don't right and the i i get to add on to that the one big thing that was pointed out about the difference between the ten commandments and the 42 principles of mahat um was the active attempt to be one with the earth, mm-hmm. be one with nature. Uh, the Ten Commandments are sp- is focused solely on thou. Thou shall not, um, you know, be disrespectful to the parents. You should mm-hmm. not 
commit adultery mm-hmm. and all these different things. Um, but the forty two principles of Mahat, it speaks about obviously personal growth, but it also speaks about not contaminating the water that's around you and not contaminating the land, not taking anybody's land or not mm-hmm. being a good person, basically. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like respecting like my space. Bro- like most other bro- And respecting your space. Yeah. And respecting the place that we live on for free. For free. That we're, we were supposed to live on it for free. We don't live on it for free anymore. Right, but. right, right. We was, yeah. I mean, like right. The natives, the earth is in everything the natives do. And every, everything they live is the earth, mm-hmm. right? And I, that's why um, a part of the whole situation is like you only get to worship one God, right? Right. In most of these organized religions. But the thing is, if you're telling me that God is everything, then he's everything. And there's multiple things. I mean, even the ancient Egyptians like didn't who brought the worship trees? one job. And who brought in the water and shit? Right. And the one person didn't do that. Multiple entities did that. And, yeah. I mean, the ancient Egyptians, they had, they're polytheistic. But if you look at their gods, their gods are just different mm. aspects of life. Okay, so you know how my memory is yeah so i'm happy we brought this up because the book children of the blood and bone by tommy a day a day yeme right uh-huh so the book parallels it's a, it's an african book um african author but the book parallels slavery a lot but it's also um uh, it's like it's a science fiction book but in the book um they have they talk about their god so there's god of the sky there's god of life life and death there's um the god of healing and disease there's god of the water there you know so it's just like this is how we've always um viewed the, this world that we live in is like it's not about worshiping one god over the other it's about the ocean is its own like entity, right? The right. ocean has its is its own life force. The 100%. forest is its own life force. Like a mountain 100%. is its own life force. Like in the these desert things and everything. have their own organisms that live there to keep it going. They have their own climate to make sure that they stay alive. Like every they do they're self sufficient with mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. So that just brought me back to the book that I'm saying you need to read. But Overdrive, the app I was telling you about, you can rent books. I got it from Rhea shared it. I downloaded it. You rent books from your using your library card, but they come to your phone. So like you can have an ebook or audio book and you legit like check it out of like I can check this book off from our net. But it's digital. And then it has a return date and you return it. It's the most amazing thing. How I you think. return a digital book? <laughs> well, it gives you a certain amount of days to read it and then it goes back to the library because other people like you have a, you're in a line. Depending on how popular the book is, like White Fragility, I think oh, I'm gonna yeah, get it yeah. before. It, I'm on like a six month waiting list on here. Man, I could give you the login to but to the audio book. Let's do that. You ever use um Audible before? Sometimes. Like, have you used it before? No, I've downloaded it. I listened to like one book, but not really. Oh, oh, but say because if you never use it before, they give you one book free. Yeah, I'm. I if you cre- if you create. Phone. Look, I'm about to be black right now. Just create another email. You're right. You're right. <laughs> and then log in to Audible. That's your free book. That's okay. how I got white fragility. I'm going to get it. But Overdrive is free because everybody can't buy books. We haven't. Everybody can buy books. They just choose not to they buy books. They choose not. Okay. But listen. Okay. Books not that expensive. I guess you're right. They not. They're $15, not. $12 if you order it. But what if like $12 is a stretch for them and it's better for them to get better it free from the library then they can drop I mean, download overdrive i mean yeah but 
nine times out of ten, they gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna download Overdrive so I can save money, and then they are gonna go to wake, um McDonald's and kill their insides. So okay, we don't judge on this show. Because I'm just saying we just priorities. The Ten Commandments. <laughs> priorities. I don't follow the Ten Commandments. But yes, anyway, uh, if you like to rent books from the library, if there's books that you want that you don't want to have to actually buy and have them in your house, Overdrive. Overdrive. I'm feeling you wherever you are, whoever you are. I'm feeling you, but you need you more black. black books on there because it's a lot of black authors that I look up. Oh, man. They don't Listen, got no black books some, on there. They do, but like some of the like older like black work, like some of it is like historical, like black um, authors. They have a lot of them, but like um, they have post-traumatic slave syndrome, but they don't have like push out. They don't. Push out is so fire. I haven't started it yet, but I'm about to I start it. I haven't started it yet because I feel like I'm going to be depressed. I'm about to start it. I listen. The first sentence had me hyped, so I'm like, "Oh yeah, it's legit." I mean, the first sentence it they called the girl a hoe, but I'm like, "Oh, this is lit." It's legit okay. on my um nightstand, and every night I'm like, "I'm gonna start it." And I'm like, "It's too late. I can't read um books about like anything wild, like slavery or um some sort of injustice or anything like that before I go to sleep." I, that's some shit I gotta I feel like read it's gonna throughout be, my day. I feel like it's gonna be a story though, like a story. So I don't. I, and I feel like it's not gonna start that quick. I feel like she's gonna put a lot of things, a lot of natural things, into perspective while she's telling the story about the main character. I feel like it's a novel, so I don't feel like it's gonna be that hard. But it's gonna okay, highlight. I haven't opened it. I feel like Correct. just just from reading the synopsis on the back, the summary on the back. I feel like it's going to be a novel to which she's telling a story about her main character and she's pinpointing mm. how schools are criminalizing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and pointing out, you know, attacking black women, black young women. I thought I'll start it after this. But because this book is it has like 80 some pages and I'm obsessed right now. I can't even put it down. Oh, 80 something. That's not nothing. Chapters. Not 80 chapters. Like 84. 84 chapters. Yes. You're, you you know, read a textbook. You know how I've been off. <laughs> I've been hobbing. She comments on a lot of Rhea's stuff. You been what? Hobbing. She comments on a lot of Rhea's posts. Who was hobbing? Well, I thought you knew her from Facebook because you always in the mix on Facebook. But anyway, hobbin. she read this shit in one day. Oh, hobbing is tripping. That's why I her said hobbing. What? <laughs> <laughs> she been reading out there. I said what? She said she just cut everything off, like cut everybody off for the day. Oh, no, I need to do but that. But it's though. really that fucking. When I tell you. I'm listening to this book while I'm because it's audio. Oh, it's the audio book. It's audio book. Oh, it's that's talking my language. Right. So I'm listening to the shit while I'm doing stuff at work. I'm listening to this book while I'm driving. I'm listening to this book while I'm at like the nail podcast. salon. Like I'm, I but I'm definitely buying the physical copy. And she's coming out with another book. And they're coming out with a fucking movie. This book fire as fuck. Nah, I'm gonna have to read that book. Um, it's but fire. I'm about, to, it's, I'm about to start push out and then the other book. Hopefully this at the end of this weekend. Yeah, it's an African, um, it's an African sci-fi. I can't even say like sci-fi because it's about kings and queens and shit, but it's just magic, like regular. Oh, okay. I'm royal. Have to check it's that like out. a royal family, and the shit that they've done to the people around them, and how they have like created this caste system, and it's like it's legit. When you read it, you think of slavery. Like every other page, you're thinking of like slavery, but it's in the context of fantasy. It's wild. It's good as hell, though. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. It's good as hell. Interesting. But um, we about to get out of here. I got to go to the gym. I ain't going I'm going to say, you've been, you been out here in the gym. I've been falling off with, with the gym. Breathe. Yeah, I ain't. Save me. I did I did work out while I was 
at the lake last weekend. That's what I did last weekend, y'all. I'm going to be here. The lake look I'm, legit. So, I, I feel like around. we should rent a house on the lake next year for something. I don't know what, but for something. It was beautiful. I had an amazing time. And it's just a nice, quiet, chill, reflect type of space. It's not like a turn-up vacation. It's more like a get out there and eat some good food. You got to tell yourself that. <laughs> no, I, I actually oh. have not. I'm trying to think. I didn't even really turn up that much in Jamaica. I mean, it was Jamaica. It was fun, but I didn't drink. I didn't even really turn up that much in Jamaica. I did not mm. drink in Jamaica like I thought I would. I didn't even drink That's in D.C. Like, I didn't. Yeah, I haven't really You went to Carefest? Mm-mm. Oh. Carefest? I mean, Carabana? No, I was in. I was at the lake during Oh, Carabana. duh. You was at the lake. Yeah, 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 yeah. There are a couple more trips I have, just so you know. So, Carefest I don't got time for y'all to be going off on me. You got more trips. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It look no, like it's just going to be me at the table. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be me at the table. No, because what happened to us recording, like, picking a date when we're not available? Now you just want to get on here and rip me to shreds, y'all. It's uh, the summer. I don't give a fuck what Devin got going on. It it's ain't the, the summer. I work with kids in the, the winter, so in the summer, I'm living my life. The kids is like, they coming up. In they the, are. In the month. They are in a month. So they're gonna be all in our face. <laughs> I seen some of mine today. I've been seeing mine and around. I work right next to where I live, so um, yeah. I um, did a workshop with them today, so they all like, oh my god! I'm like, that's exactly why I need a break. Don't you? You work year round, or you gotta? I don't work year round. Yeah. Well, I have the option. Let me not say it's not a mandatory thing. I have the option. You still be getting that bread. Yeah. Well. I'll be working. I got to start working on this PD, and I'm training the staff at my school in two weeks. Help them out. Three weeks. So. How'd I do? I, I hate this, that part. My week has been filled with training people. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I have fun with it, though. Oh, I. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what. What is here. this? Okay. Y'all already know. Bring those set airs for next week's show. This is Royal Flex the Brand's introspective insight talk show. I am King Dev. Dope. And it is your favorite co-host, Noel Moore. And um, Shannon he, he's not, here. not here. So, but he love you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Uh, uh, introspect. Uh, uh, tip inside. Hope you come back next week. Come back next week.